0: Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey. <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
2: Hey, hey, welcome back. It's
3: Fry yay Fry baby.
2: Mm-hmm. Those are the comments they leave on our Facebook Live video on Fridays.
3: Yeah, that is true. That's true.
2: Yeah, I say it's Friday, and they're like, no, man, it's Friday." Get
3: it right, Jeff. Capitalize for the
2: love of Capitalize
3: Y-A-Y. Come on.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to thank everybody who came out to Baru last night for the listener appreciation party. It was great to see everyone. That was
3: fun. That a was lot a of lot fun. of fun.
2: Everybody was like... I mean, is this hard for you since you got to work early in the morning? I mean, I know it's Thursday, so uh-huh. it's you guys call it the mental start of the weekend. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And what do you call the Friday show? Phone it in and Friday. There you right! go. That's it.
3: That's the one. Yeah. But when we do happy hour, happy hour is from four to six. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like we're having, it's not like the bosom ball days where we're out till midnight. That's true, too. Yeah. But. But we, I hung out a little
4: bit. I, did you? Yeah, yeah. Just to. No, I, Jeff, Jeff I left quick. before Jeff.
3: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Things have turned over the years. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> well, you know.
4: I had a good time. Yeah.
3: Fewer. You have. You. You have fewer responsibilities. The older yes. you get, right. the more freedom you have with your time. And people grow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> people <laughs> grow and change. Yeah. People evolve all the time. Right. Uh, we have a lot to get you caught up on this morning. It was so much fun, though. We have so much to talk about from last night and just uh, the really <laughs> cool people that I wouldn't even say we met because, you know, we talk to them all the time or they're on That's the what's show. That's fun they... is
3: the ones that, you know, we've never met in person before but have talked to.
2: On the phone yeah. a million times yeah. or by email or message. Uh, so it was great to see everybody last night. Coming up, this Elon Musk Mark Zuckerberg
4: thing may actually happen. Need to circle the desks, give them each a kitchen utensil. <laughs> oh my God, watch it happen. Be
2: great, yeah. fight it out. Also, the Simpsons. The Simpsons predicted the Titanic submersible. Disaster.
3: I think they've predicted a lot of things. Yes. I'm trying to remember what else, but I can remember us having other stories.
2: That's what makes this so freaking creepy. Yeah.
0: Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440
3: or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
1: Surgery has
5: I don't know if you know, but today is National
1: Pink Day. Today is National Pink Day. Pink? It's my favorite color. Well, pink's my favorite color, too. That's my favorite color. We get it. Your favorite color is pink. Today is
2: National Pink Day. It's a day set aside to celebrate the color pink. I'd
0: like to wish everyone out there a very happy National Pink Day today.
2: Showtime! Don't say pink around here. It's all about the rubine red.
3: That's right.
2: (laughs) Anyway, happy... National Pink Day. <laughs> I had another custom intro for this. You know, if we were yeah. uh, if we were like a rock station and be like
5: I don't know if you know, but today
0: is National Pink Day. Today is National Pink Day. Pink.
2: A little Pink Floyd band yeah. underneath oh, it. It's yeah. my favorite Makes color sense. too. Rock 1019. Rock. <laughs> rock. So yeah, it's uh, Friday, and we're just kind of easing into the
4: day. It's I know it. It's I officially think, being mailed in, uh, and uh, it's 6.27. I know because oh, yeah. I think
3: Jeff has said it's Friday seventy-two times <laughs> yep. since six in the last thirty minutes. It's Friday. Friday, Friday, the last day of the week. I'm here for it. Yep. Yep. Anyway,
2: got a bunch of new stuff <laughs> to get you caught up on. We'll get started with Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg.
3: Yeah, this is not a joke, people. This is ridiculous, and it might actually happen. This fight between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, and I would say a physical fight, people, not a war of words. UFC boss Dana White says he's talked to both of them, and they're, quote, absolutely dead serious about it. And not surprisingly, he's more than willing to make it happen. He says it'll easily be the biggest fight of all time with a pay-per-view cost of $100. Both guys seem willing to donate whatever they make to charity. We all know Zuckerberg is a pretty, pretty serious student of jiu-jitsu. But Dana says that Elon told him he's done some martial arts too, so don't underestimate. And he says that he also got into plenty of fights growing up in South Africa. That so. doesn't surprise me. So they may be more evenly matched. What's the age difference? About 10 years between those two? Elon Musk is, what, in his early 50s and Zuckerberg in his early 40s? I would guess. Isn't that about where they're at? Sounds about right. So, yeah, that, that would be interesting.
2: Hmm. Well, <laughs> the Simpsons have predicted yet another world event, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, so to speak, that it, it just is kind of creepy in, in a sort of uh, dark way.
3: Like, how is this happening? Because it's happened multiple times. My only before.
2: guess is if you're on the air long enough and you're struggling to come up with material or storylines and you just go for the absurd and you hang in there long enough, eventually something <laughs> like it will happen yes. in real life. But we'll tell you what that is coming up next.
1: I had some stomach problems, okay? I went to the doctor, it was a good doctor, and he gave me some pills and it didn't work. And I went to, like, two more doctors, nothing worked. And I started getting depressed. And my friend was like, you should go see a holistic doctor. I'm like, oh, you're talking about, like, I'm not going to see a witch, okay? And then my stomach hurt for six more weeks and I was like, I'm going to see the witch. And... And I went, and like, I didn't know what to expect. I'd never been to a witch before. And right off the bat, it was different. She goes, call me by my first name. Call me Dr. Olivia. I was like, that does not sound official to me. Like, if I was in court and I heard, for the prosecution, district attorney, Randy, I'd be like, no, no this guy this guy is not a real prosecutor. You know? But here's the thing. I'll call Dr. Olivia, whatever she wants me to call her, because she is a miracle worker okay she healed me you want to go nicknames what up gut fixer like i i love i love dr olivia she changed my life i got insurance let's give it a whirl so i I send it to signer and they're like she's a witch i'm like she's a good witch okay she's like stevie Nicks. that's
2: greg warren with jeff and jen At this point, it's easier to point out what The Simpsons hasn't predicted as a TV show. Yeah. Uh, Predicted Donald Trump being elected president. I
3: remember that. As an example. And it was like years before. It was back in the time where I think he claimed, it wasn't there a point in time where Trump claimed he would never get into politics? Yes. And I think that was during the time that they predicted it. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, it has happened again. Fans think The Simpsons covered the whole Titanic submersible thing way back in 2006. Uh, it is wow. from seven. I have audio of it. Okay. In the season 17 episode, Homer's paternity coot.
3: His paternity coot.
2: Homer and his long lost dad go treasure hunting in mini submarines. And find the wreckage of a sunken ship.
3: And isn't the story with the father and son pair that the son didn't want to go. He was terrified but did it because his dad wanted to for Father's Day.
2: Oh, I missed that part of the story. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
4: That was the Simpsons or that was. That was the real deal. That was the real
2: yeah. deal. Yeah, Yeah. In the Simpsons, Homer's submersible gets stuck in a reef and his air quickly runs out. Homer survives his ordeal, obviously, but this is a clip from that episode. Today, I'm filled with
1: joy, searching for treasure
2: with my long-lost son. Look! The treasure of Piso
5: Mahado!
4: <laughs> oh!
2: Again, he survives your ordeal on the show, but sadly the five people on board the Ocean Gate Titan were not so lucky as we heard late yesterday.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's such a sad story. We have oh my tons, God. tons of details on that, too. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Yep. Okay, so you may have seen that there is another Elvis movie coming out. It's an indie production company, A24, made a movie based on Priscilla's 1985 memoir, Elvis and Me. And it's about her early romance with Elvis. It's coming out in October, written and directed by Sofia Coppola and stars Jacob L. L- Ordi from Euphoria as Elvis. Kaylee Spaney from HBO's Mayor of Easttown as Priscilla. And Elvis' estate is not happy about this at all. No? No, they're saying it's another Priscilla money grab. And it was produced without their knowledge or consent. So one of the estate officials saw the movie and said Sophia's writing and directing was horrible, and that it feels like a college movie. They said the set designs are just horrific; it's not what Grayson looks like. Priscilla had quite the opposite reaction. Of course, she said she's excited to see her book's interpretation, and she is an admirer of Sophia's work. Mm. I don't know.
2: I'm an admirer of Sophia's work.
3: Yeah, are you a fan? I, I
2: love everything she's ever done. I, I there's a there's a, just a certain vibe like an atmosphere a texture
3: oh yeah lost in translation that's one of your favorites of
2: all time is that
3: your number one movie favorite favorite movie of all time
2: yeah that was the first one she did as a director yeah but she also did marie antoinette she did the virgin suicides among others yeah beguiled Mm -hmm. a little more recently uh somewhere which is really good and a24 is like one of those production companies that puts out slightly more little off the beaten path, mm-hmm. indie type movies. Yeah, so, yeah. It'd be right up their alley. So,
3: yeah, so that should be interesting. I don't understand why Priscilla and the Elvis Presley estate. So who is the estate now? Is the estate Lisa Marie's kids? Is that who the future? I imagine est- it would
2: be her uh,
3: daughter. Does yeah, she, her, she, her heirs, I guess. yeah. Right? So what's going on there? Why are they not getting along? I lost Why track are they, of that story. I, I know. Why are they so upset? But uh-huh. it's hard to imagine anybody, after watching Austin Butler play Elvis, it's hard to imagine anybody else doing it because he was just so good. He was pretty good at it. Yeah. Did a good job in that. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm thinking it's probably going to be a while before they pick a new Wheel of Fortune host.
3: They're going to milk it.
2: Right, just like they did with Jeopardy. Just like they're still kind of doing, doing with Jeopardy.
3: Jeopardy. But we've got, a, what, another year before?
2: Yeah, before... Uh,
3: Pat Jack leaves. Pat
2: leaves. Anyway, sources say Mario Lopez is being considered. And Fritz brought him up. Yeah. As a potential.
3: He'd be good.
2: Like, just based on, you know, if it were up to her, Mm-hmm. Uh, He was on her short list. And evidently, she's not the only one. The very simple reason that Mario is being considered is the Latino audience. Studies show that Latinos are one of the largest growing television audiences in America. And an executive for Nielsen, which is the television ratings company said I think that's a really important marker for how Latinos are influencing America's most watchable entertainment it it is important to have Latinos on camera He's a good-looking dude He's a good-looking dude he's polished he's experienced uh-huh. been uh-huh. doing this a long time uh-huh. we've had him on our show a number of times
3: personable
2: off-script always a gentleman
3: approachable
2: very much so Yeah
3: Yeah he'd be a good a cool choice guy. I think you'd he have great. fun well, if not him, Tom Bergeron. Whatever happened to Tom Bergeron? Oh, I'm
4: with you. Tom would be great. Tom would be awesome. See, I still think I want to. I want to be introduced to someone new and exciting. Yeah, I'm tired of the same old people. Show me someone new. Give but me, you know, give they gotta have a comer. name. You know, they're but gonna. Pat put a wasn't name a, name in there. a name when he got it. Well,
3: but they, he started the show. The, I mean, you know, the show wasn't. A, was it already a huge hit when Pat jumped in?
4: I don't think so. It was a daytime
2: it was still growing. show. I mean, I think it was just in a in a cluster of a 1,000 daytime game shows. But, yeah.
4: I mean, Ken Jennings, I like him better than uh, Blossom. Do you? I don't really care for her hosting that show, yeah. and I like her. I just yeah. don't think she fits on the show.
3: Yeah.
4: So Same
2: Ken's a guy. I like her just because she's super smart. Like, well, yeah, she's one of those hosts true. that totally,
4: you know, like Ken Jennings, yeah. knows she understands what, what she
2: speaks. Yeah. You know? but, yeah. Um, but I
4: do like Mario Lopez, so see how it goes i gotta
2: find there is a podcast though speaking of tom bergeron where he goes there like he talks about all of it very candidly Mm -hmm. and not that long ago see if i can find it yeah
3: all right so louis tomlinson had a show on wednesday night at the red rocks amphitheater in colorado i really want to go to that amphitheater and see Mm -hmm. his show everybody that i know that's been there and all of the pictures that i've seen of that place that just looks amazing yeah So, the show was postponed due to a radical hailstorm that injured almost 100 people. Seven transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries and around 80 or 90 others treated on the spot. We're talking cuts, broken bones, from all of this golf ball-sized hail. Wow. And Louie's like, sending all my love out to everyone that was affected by the extreme weather last night. I hope everyone made it home safely and anyone injured is on the mend. It was devastating to see so many of you affected. Hmm. Said, I want to thank the speed and care of my touring personnel and the first responders who worked tirelessly last night. We're working to find a rescheduled date, so please hang on to your tickets until we have more info. All
1: so, right. Yeah.
3: Could you imagine? Could you imagine being at Riverbend and all of a sudden, golf ball size hail started pounding the living daylights oh out of you? Oh, gosh.
2: Again? I know. I mean, we had that happen in Kenwood one night and. My car. This is before I moved in with Kristen, so I was not parked in her garage. Oh,
3: it was in the driveway.
2: And uh, my o, oh, my Audi got pummeled. Yeah, yeah,
3: that was yeah, a, a sad lot day. of damage. Yeah, how do yeah. they fix that? Do they go in and it's pound them out? Pound it
2: out. Yeah, great body shop. The insurance, you know, typically I'm always like, where you're suspicious of the insurance company. They're
3: they're recommending you to go. Th- yeah, that
2: the insurance company is recommending me to go to, but they were great. They were right off of Mitchell. Back oh, yeah. there, behind, uh, yeah. back behind the uh, Hyundai place, did a really mm. good job. Yeah. Meanwhile, Paul McCartney walked back some of his recent comments that the upcoming new Beatles record was being made using artificial intelligence. uh it, his point is nothing on that song or nothing on that album has been artificially or synthetically created. The artificial intelligence is being used to clean up. The existing audio that is just low quality
3: that's cool he yeah. wants to make sure we know right. it's
2: all real and we all play on it we used it we used ai to clean up existing recordings which is a process that has gone on for years um but he says more will be announced in due course mm-hmm. which i suspect uh means a release date mm. at some point
3: hmm. very cool well, I think that's all I have for now.
2: Then we'll leave it there. For Oh, one quick thing, if you're curious, because you brought up game shows. A former game show contestant on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader <laughs> back yeah. in 2009
3: yeah.
2: is now explaining to fans on social media why she was wearing the exact same outfit 70 times on the show. Okay. I was not a regular viewer. Of are you smarter than a fifth grader? So I assume that means she must have been a strong contender like she hung in there all that time. But yeah, yeah,
6: here it is. I wore the exact same outfit for 70 episodes. But the reason that we all wore the same outfits every single solitary episode was
2: because we were children. And children, because of SAG-AFTRA and labor laws, are limited in the number of hours
6: that they can work. So it was a lot easier for the editors of the show to cut between various reaction shots from various episodes, to use banked reaction shots, to use bank shots of us running Mm -hmm. in and running off set, as opposed to having to refilm those things
4: multiple times for every single episode to make sure they were getting the shots that they needed. Uh So we always wore the exact same outfits. Totally
3: makes sense. It's you know.
2: Yep. Carl. How are you today? Pretty good. Yourself? Uh, Not too bad. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. we got three headlines for you. Guess the right one. You're going to Smoothie King.
3: You know, they've got dessert smoothies. And I think Banana Boat, I think, is the name of it. Yeah. But I highly recommend. Mm. All right, so here we go. Which one of these is the real one? Is it A? Woman robs Crystal Shop then goes back to ask Psychic if she'll go to jail for it. Is it B? Guy uses ketchup dispenser as weapon to rob Street Hot Dog Vendor. Or C, a man robbed a woman at gunpoint then asked her out on Facebook. Uh, C. It is C. You are absolutely correct.
2: Right. Yeah. There are many ways to make a love connection. Armed robbery is probably not one of them. But a man in Indiana named Damien Boyce robbed a woman outside of her home last month. He pointed a gun at her. And she handed over about a hundred bucks in cash. And then with the gun still pointed at her, he asked her if she had a boyfriend and if she would add him on Facebook.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course you say, sure, just to get the guy's name so then you can, you know, they can track him down and arrest him. Yeah. Right? I mean, come on. Heat
4: of the moment.
2: He even showed her his profile and forced her to add him
3: wow. as a friend right there. Yeah, the unfortunate moment. part of that is then he now has her information as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. But Well, and he was like, and
2: I promise I'll pay you back. <laughs> I just need this for a minute. Yeah, they even exchanged Facebook messages later. Wow. With Damien still trying to score a date. And promising to pay her back. Uh, And at one point, he even said, you know, I know it's kind of an effed up way to meet, but you was too pretty to rob. Direct quote.
3: Well, thanks, honey.
2: Uh, The woman said that she has a man, but wishes, wishes him well. Damien was dangerous though no joke like last week he was arrested and charged in a separate robbery where he allegedly shot two people oh that's scary and hit someone else in the head with a brick that's really scary yeah so it's it's unclear if he was romantically interested in any of them Mm. but court records show that damien was charged with armed robbery in the facebook case on wednesday so hopefully between that and the uh, other crimes he'll be put away for a long time and she can block him on facebook and and there you go. Never encounter him again. Scary stuff. Well, if you've been following the drama surrounding Titan, the missing Titanic tourist submersible, then you've probably already heard there will not be a miraculous rescue. Uh, it ended in tragedy yesterday. Mm-hmm. Coast Guard confirming that a debris field was discovered on the seafloor about 1,600 feet from the Titanic's bow. It sounds like it happened right away, too. Yeah, like it was Yeah, quick. not long after they... Submerged, uh, likely caused by a pressure failure. It is unclear when it happened, but officials believe it occurred way back on Sunday when contact with the Titan was originally lost.
3: So that's a relief. I mean, to imagine what they would have been going through. Right. For three days. Um, that it was yeah. quick and they probably never saw it coming. and Believed it was yeah. very quick no idea Mm
2: -hmm. yeah the coast guard would have heard an implosion on sonar so it must have happened before they were on the scene uh the navy said they detected an anomaly noise of some kind Mm -hmm. at that time so uh they feared that might be it but didn't want to say anything at the time sure for fear of being wrong sure um but that also means that the banging sounds that were picked up were not connected to the titan what were they i'm i'm kind of intrigued about that well it could have been naturally occurring they, they weren't sure
3: um who knows what's goes on in the depths of the oceans you know it's
2: scary yeah and among the five passengers on board Stockton Rush the CEO of OceanGate the company that created titan um this was a guy who said he liked to break the rules. This is a clip that's been uh, gaining a lot of momentum of Stockton Rush being interviewed about his engineering strategy.
1: I'd like to be remembered as an innovator. I think it was General MacArthur said, you're remembered for the rules you break. And, you know, I've broken some rules to make this. I think I've broken them with, with logic
4: and good engineering behind me, the carbon fiber and titanium. There's a rule you don't do that. Well, I did.
3: Wow. Well,
2: yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, the pilot, Paul-Henri Narjolet, who's a Titanic expert and a former French Navy commander. And then you got the three tourists who paid at least $250,000 to go. British billionaire and explorer Hamish Harding, uh, Pakistani businessman Shazada Dawood and his 19-year-old son, Suleiman, who uh, you had added earlier that I guess uh, the son was just terrified of getting on this thing, but he
3: wanted to... Bond with his dad on, on father's another. day his dad really wanted to go so he's like okay dad yeah yeah
2: so in light of the tragedy there there's been plenty of criticism directed at OceanGate for these submersible submersible
3: missions i think we're going to hear more and more people too coming out and saying i tried to tell him i've been saying you know there there are people there are reporters out there who had signed on to go do it and right. then change their minds yeah, people who've done it in the past say everyone knows
2: the risks and that they make you sign a release that lists all the ways you could die mm-hmm. in this thing. Uh, the director of Titanic, James Cameron, we were talking about him yesterday. He did an interview where he talked about how he's he's been down to the Titanic many times and... We were asking, we were speculating, we were trying to figure out, we were trying to remember if it was on the OceanGate Titan or if it was on something else. Evidently, mm-hmm. he had designed his own subs to do ocean dives. Okay, he said the safety record for the industry is the gold standard, but this company, according to James Cameron, skirted the guidelines mm. despite warnings. Why would you do that? Just why? Yeah, he was on ABC News last night talking about it. I'm struck by the
1: similarity of the Titanic disaster itself, where the captain was repeatedly warned about ice ahead of his ship, and yet he steamed at full speed into an ice field on a moonless night, and many people died as a result. And for a very similar tragedy where warnings went unheeded to take place at the same exact site, I think it's just astonishing. It's
2: really quite surreal. Yeah. Uh, He said that he pretty much knew, like he couldn't say it at the time, but he said he pretty much knew the minute he heard that they had been missing what had happened, Mm -hmm. but he didn't want to go public with anything because. Didn't have evidence. You know, he didn't have evidence. The Navy and the Coast Guard were searching for him and everybody had hope. And, you know, he didn't want to be that guy. But like deep, deep down inside, he said he knew. Yeah, so it's unclear what happens next. The Coast Guard says they're going to continue to gather information and remotely operated vehicles will remain on the scene. Uh, one of the ROVs found the debris on the ocean floor, so I guess they got to retrieve that. Meanwhile, the Navy is uh, breaking down and packing up and
4: moving out of there to Part of me feels reset. that... I mean, we've explored, we've discovered, we've seen the Titanic wreckage, we got footage of it. Mm-hmm.
2: I'll tell you what, man, just, that James Cameron documentary that he came out with years ago with uh, Bill Paxton mm-hmm. was amazing. I saw it at the OmniMax Theater oh, at the yeah. Museum Center. And I mean, that's just a view you can't get from
4: any places. I just feel cool. like we should let it lay now. Like, I just we've feel seen like it. we got footage, let's let it be.
3: How many people died? Wasn't it 1,600? people died on the on the titanic a lot of people it that's just an underwater tomb that is just so deep that it feels like it's a place of rest uh, from a horrible death and i just don't think i would want to be floating around in that water it just it, part, it, part, it partly feels disrespectful it partly feels just Too Mm otherworldly
2: and wrong. Like uh, you know, we've gotten all the information we're going to get out of it. Let's just.
3: Do you see human remains? Are there bones? There's no Uh, bones of any kind. When they're aware of that, they because you wonder what you know what.
2: Hmm. What remains down there. Yeah. I mean, they they have, they have found in their travels, I mean, they have found like silverware and plates and things that were remarkably intact mm-hmm. and well-preserved and, you know, other things not so much. But anyway, that is that. Uh, just a tragic end. So, you know, sorry to hear that. I'm thinking of the families and uh, their loved ones. Yeah. It is 723 right now on a much happier note. We had such a great time last night at the Listener Appreciation Party at Beru. Mm-hmm. It was so great to see everyone. And I think, you know, one of a thousand reasons why it was special to us is because we got to connect with not just supporters of our show, but mm-hmm. people who we interact with on a pretty regular basis who are active participants on our show and and follow us. And we exchange messages on, on uh, Facebook and
3: Instagram and through email. Yeah. Got to see a lot of people last night. It was fun. And for the record, the 1K letter of the day game is even harder when it's live.
2: I knew it would be. In person. I didn't want to say it.
3: Yeah, I know. I know. I'm glad
4: we tried it.
3: I mean, I think we could have done the 10K letter of the day. Probably. And been, been just fine. Yeah. Nobody's going to come close. <laughs> I, I yeah. tried to wander
4: around and say hi to everyone. And if, if we missed you, yeah. apologies. I know we
3: missed people.
4: But it was great to see everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Doris and her husband they were
2: they were sitting at the end of the bar. They were one of the first people we were. The first couple. Oh yeah. We she, were chatting I with. Was
4: t- she lives in Clifton. She's in my neighborhood. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, uh, she got picked to play the one K letter of the day, but she left. They left before uh, they got we called, so they missed out. So I got to call her out for that just because it was funny. But yeah, we're yelling out her name, and I'm looking, it. I'm like, oh no, she's gone. But uh, it was it was great to meet Jana in person. Jana and her daughter were there. Yeah. Uh, Jana's a fellow New Englander. She's from Linfield, Massachusetts. And we were boring Jen to tears with Massachusetts <laughs> references <laughs> for about five or ten minutes. But it was great to see her. Cindy and her husband, Ted, of course. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I was the only one left on the show who had never met Cindy before. So it was great to kind of hang out with them. But they're super cool.
3: Well, Cindy's beyond super cool. I'll tell a quick story. Jacob was at the happy hour last night. And at one point, he's sitting there and he, he says, he looks at me and he goes, forgot word search. Uh-oh. I know. I think he was wanting to bring his word search book and sit down and do his word search. So I made a joke about it on the microphone and not five minutes later, here comes Cindy. She had gone probably to the Walgreens across the street yeah. and bought him a word search. That's awesome. Is that not the coolest, sweetest thing yeah, Like
2: I, ever? I didn't know about that until you told me yeah. about it this morning. Yeah. So, That's really cool.
3: Love you, Cindy, your sweetheart.
2: Yeah, and I got to talk to her husband Ted a little bit, and uh, it's really nice hanging out with them. stayed Stayed after a little bit just to chat with them, and uh, it was great to see Bailey in person and her husband. You know, Bailey <laughs> plays one K letter of the day all the time, uh-huh. and she played last night live. So it's great to meet her and her husband David in person.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, just super cool people. Uh, my Kenwood neighbor Marilyn, who I-, I bump into her every once in a blue moon. At, at kroger
3: yeah
2: uh but she was there last night with her friend uh it's great to meet joey mm-hmm. uh, gusty and her mom were there kelly whitry uh terry compton and her husband uh great to see melissa oh my travel buddy for y'all and her husband were there mm-hmm. just to name a few but mm-hmm. i was a little i was privately a little concerned about the turnout, the RSVP rate, just because we were having it at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, because I didn't know how many people would actually be yeah. able to get off work.
1: Did
3: you see the checklist? Did we look and see what, what, the, what the turnout was?
2: That's
4: what a... percentage
3: of the people? I, I feel invited... like it was God a lot. Question. I
4: think we invited 50 and I think 40-ish. Came. Which is good, because yeah.
3: usually what they say, expect half.
4: There were some that couldn't make it kind of thing. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, Jeff, you were concerned about the boss's new love for sake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was
2: the greatest. <laughs> yeah, the boss was there last night. She said something really.
3: She was very sweet. And kind. Yeah, was very sweet. She got
2: mm-hmm.
4: on the got on the mic. and She was Which she was she working the do room very
3: often, but I feel like she's more willing to do it now than she has been in the past. And maybe that was just the sake.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, back in the day, she wanted. If she no was at part. an event, and we said. And let's give a shout-out to our boss, Patty Marshall. And she would just give you the death glare.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not...
4: Right. Yeah, now she's grabbing the mic. She's getting up there. She
3: ripped it right out of your hand, didn't she? She sure
4: did. (laughs) Well, she used to be on the air years ago. I told Jen, I said, look at her, like, walking in the room with that confidence. (laughs) She needs to be back on the radio.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That was great. Uh, Chef Bob and Sushi Sam were incredibly accommodating last night. The entire staff at Baru were just awesome
4: so thanks to everybody for coming out it's great to see y'all yeah as uh we were wrapping up and kind of finishing uh there was a, c- a couple left saying and her friend were there and they had a flight of soy sauce i had never seen such a thing oh, one yeah. was a truffle soy sauce yes one was more of like a regular traditional soy sauce and then there was a, like a spicy soy i was like Uh, I kind of want to see if you'll let me dip in there. (laughs) But
2: that was the Karachi Dawn, I I think is how you pronounce it. I want to come back. I talked about it in the last Baruch commercial that I did. I want to go try that. Yeah, it's really good. All right. So coming up at 740 this morning, Chapter 5. Yeah, we're getting there. In our Taylor Swift mystery. Mm -hmm. Chance to win four tickets to the show July 1st at Paycor Stadium. Radio theater returns. We'll be here more from J.J. Paw
4: today?
3: I don't know. I don't think so. I think J.J. Paw's done. Who is in the next episode? But I can sit in the background and just... Meow. <laughs> <laughs> meow.
2: Please. Jen announced yesterday that she identifies as a cat. I do. <laughs> which, <laughs> which, <laughs> which, you know, having eight of them, it was a matter of time. <laughs> She's about to get nine. <laughs> Have you tried the wrong shoes? theory that Jen was talking about on the Facebook Live video this morning. It's a thing. And Furby is back. Welcome to Friday, the 23rd of June, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, before we get to those stories, if you're feeling old, you're not alone. We all are. At least collectively. A new census report found the median age in the USA hit a new all-time high last year. Oh, really? 38.9 years old.
3: That's the median, okay.
2: That is the median, and I just, I, I mentioned that because back in the year 2000, the median U.S. age was only 35, and in 1980, it was just 30. Oh, wow. Yeah, median isn't quite the average average. Uh, when you take every person's age, it's the one in the middle. And it is partly because we are living longer, but mainly because no one's having kids. <laughs> Birth rates yeah. have been falling dramatically since the Great Recession of 2007. And, of course, the pandemic did not help. Well, I got to tell you, I I had a different theory, man. I thought, like, the pandemic would encourage
3: I think people were afraid to bring, well, I think it encouraged the thing that causes babies, but I think that it, you people were scared, like, I I don't want to, now's not a time to, what if, what if I need to, you know, a lot of medical care, I don't really want to be going to the hospital right now, I don't want to.
4: Sure. Yeah, not a good time to
3: Not a good time to be pregnant show to up give the... birth to.
4: On the flip side of, of that. that, I always hear and I wish I had work parts to make babies, but I don't. Um <laughs> I feel like when we hear things like oh, it's this the this world's so horrible. I don't want to bring any babies yeah. and That's the whole reason to bring good babies into the we world. We need good babies. You know what I mean? Yeah. More if you're a people. horrible person,
3: you don't have them. Only good people have babies right now.
4: You know what I mean, though? I do know what you, you mean. You know, I don't mean that in yeah, a bad way or I know anything. I know, I'm
3: messing. It's true. I was just selfish. <laughs> you would have been interesting to watch, though. Yeah. I think. Yeah.
2: But uh, the oldest state in America is Maine state of Maine with a median age of 44.8 years old. Uh in other news that didn't make the news this morning, remember when black shoes with brown pants used to be a big huge fashion no-no? Absolutely. I don't.
4: Now
3: you can <laughs> wear brown and black together all the time.
4: Tim was not aware. I didn't get the pamphlet with what to do and not to do. Uh, no, Tim, get, you either. get
3: very stressed out when it, you have to dress I for hate something. clothing.
4: I hate yeah. clothing. Yeah. If I mean, I you get home and you take it off. Sweatpants and a hoodie everywhere or a tank top and shorts everywhere, I would.
3: Have you always been that way or did yes. something
4: happen? I don't know what happened, but something happened.
3: Somebody make fun of an outfit you if were you wearing when you Fran, were a little guy.
4: He would tell you when I was four, I didn't want to wear a shirt with a collar and I had a horrible fit about it.
3: Really? But whatever happened, happened very young.
4: Don't know what happened.
2: Well, after Tim got done working on the highway yesterday, he came to Baru in his bright
1: yellow <laughs> reflector shirt <on.
4: laughs> I walked out of the house, and the guys at the construction site next to me, they're like, you look good today. Nice shoes. I was like, this is me trying to look together. That's great. I was like, it's not the normal me. <laughs> well, the newest style
2: trend from TikTok is to wear shoes that don't match your outfit at all and i'll give you some examples here like a sundress with army boots there you go i've seen people do that sure or you're wearing a casual outfit but you put heels on
3: i mean this is something fun to do with shoes for sure
4: what about jeans you've worn for four days in a row and an oversized free t-shirt from a charity walk okay flip flops and socks that's
1: perfect
3: you got hey! Look at you. I am. I just love that you got on the Birkenstock train. Look at you, Mr. You know, Fashion. You wait. One of these days, I'll get you in a pair of Crocs. I'm
4: telling you. We'll see. It'll
3: happen. If
4: you like those, will I've it'll worn happen. the hell out of these. I need to get some new ones.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, someone came up yes, with the name oh Wrong God. Shoe Theory,
2: and basically you choose an outfit and then just pair it with, like, the worst possible shoes.
4: That's yeah. the, the bad shoe theory? Yeah, yeah. which which okay. guys
2: have been getting away with for a while. Uh somehow suits and sneakers became a thing a while back. What's but- the
4: brand?
3: There's the couple popular brands of the sneakers that they, they put the white soles on them and make them look like they're
4: kind of dress shoes, but they're Chris still is sneakers. Chris if you wear those, is they're kind of cool. Yeah. they look nice. There's a few brands that do them. Sketchers, maybe.
2: Here's uh, content creator Toyby Hayes explaining it on her TikTok.
3: The wrong shoe theory is something that I gravitate towards in almost all of my outfits, and it's so great that someone found a way to put it in towards. The idea is that when styling an outfit, there's always a shoe that feels like the correct choice. Like, for example, with a sundress, you might expect it to go with like a dainty sandal. But subverting that expectation and going with a shoe that's seemingly in a different genre adds so much interest to an outfit, and it makes it so much more dynamic and intentional. That's true. That's it's what we're So going much going for, more right? dynamic. I want to be more dynamic and intentional. I love p I love wearing something kind of dressy with sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I had sneakers on last night. Now it's widely accepted. Now what do you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. A flowery, Amish looking outfit. I want to see you dressed in a flowery Amish looking outfit with black combat boots.
3: With my Doc Martins. Yeah.
2: Possibilities are endless.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway. Check out our Facebook Live video and see exactly what Jen is wearing
3: today. (laughs) Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: Lindsay is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're here to give her the backup she needs. Hi, Lindsay.
5: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I feel kind of, like, awkward talking about this, but I really need your guys' help.
2: We'll do our best. Take us to the beginning. How did you meet Beth?
5: Okay. So, I met Beth on Pink Cupid, and if I'm being totally transparent here, I only recently started dating women at all. So, it's been super. What's the app? Pink. Pink, Pink Cupid. Huh.
3: Okay. okay. Never heard of it, but uh uh-huh. I believe it's out there. Yes.
5: It is. And um, it was super fun talking to her on the app. And I just felt by far, this was the most connected I've ever felt to a woman and she's just an incredible person. Like we have so much in common. And one of the biggest things is that we're both, we love dogs. We're super big animal lovers. And so we both volunteer at rescues and we are constantly fostering and it's a big passion that we both share. And it's. I didn't realize how important it was to me to have that in common with someone that I'm dating. Right. So we finally had our first date at Incline Public. Mm-hmm. So we were there for a few hours. We had some drinks. And then she did end up inviting me over because she was fostering a litter of puppies.
1: <gasps> <gasps> and,
5: oh, my God. I know. I was like... Such a good way to get me over. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That'll That's work fine. every single time.
1: Uh-huh.
5: And they were so cute, you guys. Yeah. And I ended up staying there for a while and we had some more wine. The night went well, so I did end up staying over. And I'm telling you guys, there was such good chemistry and it was such a good date, and our connection is so. good so I literally have no idea what went wrong I've been racking my brain and I literally can't come up with anything like even when I left in the morning I kissed her and I hugged all the puppies and I told her to call me later and she said that she would and then she never did so I'm so confused
2: now is she dating around do you think like I don't I'm not familiar with the app any more than Jen is, so I don't know what the understanding is that these are folks who are seeking relationships. Or Or is this
3: like a Tinder version? Is is it a hookup site?
5: Well, something that Beth and I talked about was that we were both are both interested in dating seriously.
3: Okay. Okay. So that
2: conversation did happen. Not necessarily with
5: each other, but we are both looking for a relationship, if that makes sense.
2: So you didn't hear another word from her after you left her place?
5: Nothing. Literally no text, no call. I've just been, it's been radio silence.
2: And you obviously reached out. Did you leave a voicemail? I'm just trying to get a sense of what efforts you made to talk to
5: her. Yeah, so I sent her a follow-up text, like I had so much fun last night, and then I did, I double texted a couple days later, and I just asked if she wanted to hang out, and nothing. No word.
2: And then a follow-up mm-hmm. question. When you communicated, originally you were communicating through the app before you saw each other in person. When you, like after the date, were you communicating on the same platform or did, were you doing this by phone based on a phone number she gave you?
5: That's a good question. We were, after we met, we did exchange numbers, so this was via text.
2: All right. I'm just wondering if maybe there's an outside chance you entered the phone number wrong. Yeah. Or something.
5: That's not a bad idea, but also I don't want to get my hopes up in case she really is.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Okay. So we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call her up on the telephone using the number you gave us. And if that doesn't work, then maybe try reaching out on the app.
5: Okay, well, I guess we'll see if she picks
2: up. We'll see what happens when we come back in just a few minutes. Second date update continues on Cincinnati's Q102.
1: I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm
4: Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star
2: carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out
4: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
2: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel okay Lindsay met beth on i'm sorry pink what pink cupid pink cupid And she felt a certain connection to her almost from the get-go. And it was just confirmed when they were at Incline Public House, how they have so much in common, their love for dogs. They both volunteer for rescue organizations. And that was sort of the lure that got Lindsay to Beth's house. She went back there because she's Mm -hmm. got this uh, litter of puppies.
3: Oh, yeah. she's
2: fostering right now. I'd have
3: fallen for that one, too. Oh,
2: my God. So that led to, would you like a glass of wine? And she ended up staying and just the chemistry and the connection and everything that was felt convinced her there's something here. So when she left the next morning, there was a hug and a kiss, and she kissed all the puppies goodbye. And, <laughs> you know,
3: of course she did. <laughs> she
2: says, I'll, I'll see you again or I'll talk to you again. And she seemed down with that. But then when she reached out, when she texted her and tried to call her, there was no response. So... Unless there's anything else that you think is pertinent, Lindsay, we're just going to call her.
5: I say we just go for it. Get yeah. it over with.
2: Let's do All it. All right. Let's see. Hello? Hi. Is this Beth?
0: Um, this is. Who's this?
2: Okay. Sorry. Sorry. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? I wasn't sure we had the right number. Wow, Jeff and Jen? You listen to our show? Have we, t- have we spoken to you before?
0: No, but I do listen to your guys' show, like, when I'm commuting to work and stuff. So right. I'm actually so shocked you're calling me right now.
2: I know, because to me, you didn't sound shocked at all. You
3: sounded like you knew us. Like, on a personal
2: well, level. I
0: know you. Yeah, it's almost like you know, kind of like it's almost like a celebrity
3: call you, you know. Well, I use that term very loosely. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. All right, I'm glad you're a fan. But the reason we're calling
2: is because we spoke to your friend Lindsay, who you spent a little time oh. with hung out at Incline Public House, and I think you had her over for a little bit and she got to meet the puppies and mm-hmm. she was telling us about your meetup and it just sounded like a lot of fun and I think the, She uh, likes you. Yeah. might want to see you again. How do you feel about that?
0: I guess I'm busted. (laughs) But here's the thing. I love her passion for dogs. And, you know, when I had her over, she was, like, super adorable with all the puppies. Like, I could just tell she really had, like, a way with animals. And there was this one moment, you know, that kind of gave me the ick.
3: There's always the one moment, you know, just the one moment in time.
0: I was so disappointed, too, because everything was going so great, but it was just so out of left field for me. I just, like, was so shocked. Um, it's something she said, and I don't know, like, you guys might have to censor me. Um, okay. But as things were kind of, you know, progressing, getting a little hot and heavy, I guess you could say, she said to me in a seductive voice, oh, beaver.
2: Oh, what did she say?
0: (laughs) Beaver.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I just don't. Is that not said? I can honestly say I don't think I have ever referred to mine as that, that I can think of. Maybe in a joking way, I would say something goofy or silly, but never like in a heat of a moment. Like, things, you know, progressing. I don't think that that has ever or would ever. But I don't know, you know, maybe that is terminology that some women do use.
2: Well, I guess it's all a matter of perspective because it wouldn't have shut me down in the way that it did you.
3: Has a woman ever said that to you, Jeff? No, but I'm I'm You're open. it would be. <laughs> But you're a dude too, right? I mean, it's is perspective. there anything a woman could say that would shut you down? Probably. Probably but, something she would want to do to you that you wouldn't be
2: open. Well, to. Well, no. Like if she started doing baby talk or something, that might. See,
3: that's your thing.
2: If she just said things. Beaver,
3: hey Jeffy, will
2: you please <laughs> my Beaver? Oh my God! <laughs> stop. <laughs>
3: like right
2: it's so uncomfortable
3: pity piece of sugar on top will you please
6: okay you proved your point (laughs) 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 oh my goodness Uh, you know (laughs) you're right
2: beth ick is a good word for it
0: (laughs) (laughs) It all right i got you i I got (laughs) you
2: but it's all the delivery you You said she said it in a seductive way which is also subjective yeah sure
0: serious, you know? So I was like, oh
3: uh." (laughs) okay. Was that the did she only say it 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 once? Did she say anything else? What did did it did it prevent you from you know
0: I kind of de escalated things from there because like you know it shocked me so much I kind of got turned off. So I was like, you know, maybe we should slow down a bit. We don't want to rush, you know,
3: anything. Was it all was it was it the eat and the beaver? Or was it just the beaver or just the eat? The eat's or... not
0: so bad, I'll be honest. It was all the beaver. I okay. just was <laughs> imagining a beaver with tail yeah. and everything, beaver dam. Too many visuals in my yeah. mind. I get
4: November is uh, home of the full beaver moon. Is it? Yeah.
0: Well, Good to know. Hmm. Well,
3: and aren't uh, there, what are there, beaver anal glands in something?
4: A natural flavoring. Ooh, Ooh. Raspberry, raspberry flavoring sometimes yeah. is ex- excreted anal uh glance from a beaver. Oh,
0: yeah. See, who knew? I never knew that. <laughs> right. yeah it's
4: pretty effed up. Well,
3: <laughs> let's bring,
4: uh, sorry, Lindsay
2: into the conversation. Hi, Lindsay.
5: Hi, guys. I'm just so confused because I literally don't remember saying this at all.
3: That's a good, that is a good stand to take. I do not recall. <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't believe I did it. That's right. <laughs> I'd stick to that story, too.
2: <laughs> but you also stated earlier that you are relatively new to dating women. Huh? Is that right?
5: That's true. But, like, I don't think I've ever said that before. So I'm literally at a loss. Like, I mean, of course, like, I believe that. But I'm just so embarrassed and I'm sorry. I can't believe I said that.
2: I was trying to imply a rookie mistake with my question. Uh, yeah, I don't... yeah, could be somewhat argue hey you know just your form of
0: self-expression we did have some drinks so you know maybe that also influenced your word choice there a little bit
5: we did have a lot to drink that's true Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah
2: and who among us are always smooth and verbally smooth in those situations
5: that's true certainly not i Exactly. And I mean, I still would really like to go out with Beth and maybe limit my alcohol intake and word choice, but. I mean, do you think that's
3: a good conversation? you You know, as we all attempt to become better communicators within relationships, because we know communication is key, misunderstandings cause all kinds of problems and issues, maybe a conversation to have is what kind of languaging turns you on what kind of languaging turns you off
4: and which languaging just makes you giggle
3: right i don't know why not i mean it might be fun to sit down and make a list
5: and now i, I know fever is off the list
3: <laughs> so funny. don't include any rodents with large tails oh my
0: goodness
2: okay if you hey, guys are down you know, for i just a, gotta
0: say yeah to say like i'm sorry for ghosting you you know I, I really did have a fun time with you and i guess this isn't like a massive deal breaker for me and i think you guys are right about like this conversation you know maybe we could talk more about you know what turns us on and off and take it from there i, I would be like open for a second date if you are oh my
5: gosh i would love that cool. oh, awesome.
4: <laughs> and we'll pay for it with a $5 oh Canadian God. bill,
1: <laughs> which has a beaver
4: on it. <laughs> that's so funny, really? I don't know. One oh. of them does. <laughs> that's great.
1: All right. Um, then we'll shoot. set it up.
2: You both were lovely to talk to, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm glad we were able to clear up this misunderstanding. You do have so much in common in your passion for, for animals. I just, I love that. I think that's great.
5: Thank yeah, you I can see so where it goes.
2: It's our pleasure. Uh, let's see. Let's see, Lindsay. We're going to set this up with you, Beth. We'll let you go, but you'll be hearing from
3: Lindsay with shortly with the details. Okay?
5: Can't wait. Right,
3: you got it. <laughs> Hang on. So, if you need a little help with a second date update, send us an email, Jeff and wkrq dot com.
4: I want to apologize for the information I know and then dispense. <laughs> it was very well placed, Tim.
3: Yeah, it was. It's good to have knowledge.
2: Your timing is impeccable.
3: It is truly. Hey, Mary. Good morning. Hi, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy, Happy Friday you. Yeah. Oh, God, this is going to become a thing, isn't Dan it? Dan was giving me crap because <laughs> I
2: overdid it on the Friday. It's Friday, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Friday, Friday,
2: Friday. Morning on Facebook Live video. What were you going to say, Mary?
6: It's crazy. I got through because it was ringing, and I thought it was too late, but I just put it on hold and hung it up and just waited, and he actually picked uh, here up. We yep. wow. Here we uh, are.
2: Here we are. That's a good plan. What do you I got planned this weekend, speaking of plans?
6: Oh, just the usual, pool Saturday. Pool, pool Saturday. Saturday. Ain't
3: nothing wrong with a pool Saturday. Once. You want
4: to see you at Pride this, every Saturday this at the year, pool. Mary. You're going down? Coming to what, join us at where? Pride? At Pride tomorrow. Oh, is it tomorrow?
6: I didn't know. My daughter didn't come up. I always go with her. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the first time I met you, I think, right? Um, Well, besides bosom ball, but that kind of doesn't count because you're meeting everybody there. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, And we're hammered, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chris recognized me. I was walking down the street, and I heard, Mary, Mary, and it was Chris, (laughs) because I spent a lot of time talking to him at the bosom ball as well. Oh, wow.
3: Yeah, I'm going to miss Pride. I'm bummed. I got to take Jacob. Well, I'm bummed that I'm missing that. Excited though about what I do get to do because this weekend is the special Olympics Summer Games Golf in hunt. Columbus. Swimming, bowling, so track. Uh-oh. Track. We got shot put in the 100 meter. He's going to well, be spitting in. He's a gold winner. Well, let's hope so. I mean, it's pretty funny cuz he's, you know, he's not a big kid and to see nope. him throw a shot put, it's pretty fun. I, I got to tell that. you. <laughs> all right mary let's try to win you one thousand dollars you yeah, know the yeah. rules 30 seconds he's gonna give you a letter don't repeat your answers pass quickly give her something jeff
2: i hate this job
3: oh, man. <laughs> biggest loser still
2: i i just hate this i why doesn't tim open the envelope
4: here give me the envelope oh, oh well, we tur- so i still love you jeff no worries all right, so you get one free pass, so you only have to get nine, and it's the letter Z. Z. <laughs> or as they say in Canada, Z. That's right. You
6: know. <sighs> oh, well, at least
4: I have an excuse to suck this time.
6: <laughs> there's a lot
3: of Z words. Yeah. yeah.
6: Sure. Some of them can be made up.
4: That's true.
3: <laughs> and right. there, what language is it where uh, there's a, another letter that sounds like Z. I
4: don't know. Probably a lot of the Slavic ones.
3: Yeah. All right. So here we go. With the letter Z, let's get 30 on the clock. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <God>. Sorry.
3: <laughs> he just He's cracking himself up I'm over there because he's old. got a sound effect of just... me clearing my throat. And he just thinks it's hilarious. I've had
2: it for years. It just...
6: Somebody's got to do it. Laid yeah, d- 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 dormant d- d- for years.
3: Do you right? think I get picked on in this room more than anybody else, Mary? Not enough.
6: Honestly, yes. <laughs> I think I told you that at the bosom ball. <laughs>
3: it's just, it's just not right. <laughs> what you dumbass? Yeah! <laughs> 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 uh, all right, all right. Back Mary. to business. Here we go. With the letter, With the letter Z, Z, name something you do on a Friday. Zip your pants. A weather term. Zoom. Something white. Zipper. Something you kick. Zowie. An office supply. Zuzu's and wham whams. A burger topping. (laughs) Zesty ketchup. A sandwich. Ziti. A store. Zellos. A vegetable. Zucchini. Something you stir oh my yeah. god what's funny mary is that was your 10th one and so you gave huh. us an answer for everything but. i don't know if any of them were legit
4: there is actually a store there was in canada called zeller's is that what you said, yeah, she said yes. zello oh zello, zello. Yeah. oh uh,
6: no i but. said zeller's jeff no, I, I don't <laughs> like more. i was thinking of Zaire. <laughs> does anybody remember zare yeah, i do Z A Y R E Oh my god, I gave I gave answers for everything.
3: Nine and then you just didn't get something you stir. How do I call Patty? I know. (laughs) Zucchini Uh, You already did zucchini. So what are you gonna do? Darn it anyway. But that was pretty good, Mary. You're quick on your feet, girl, quick on your feet. All
6: right. Thanks, guys. Have a you great, have a week, great
3: weekend. Enjoy that pool. Yeah, enjoy the pool day
6: Go tomorrow. Go, Jacob, and I will. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thanks, you, Mary. Man. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBG Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Airport.com.